Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. This is a podcast that I did with my friend, and I believe that you're going to be blessed. He's a businessman. He's a good friend. He's a kingdom man in my life. And so I believe that this podcast will bless you. Let's jump in and hear what the Lord has to say. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us again for our leadership podcast, isn't it? And this is just leadership in business and how we navigate the things that come to us and really how to follow Jesus in particularly the book of Proverbs is generally what I teach. Um, my name is Corey Minter, and I'm here with a very dear friend of mine. His name is Philip Renner, and him and I met in uh, two or three years ago, and we were working on a worship project that Philip was was doing here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Philip started in the United States. He was born in the United States, moved to Russia, and in how many different places have you lived in, Philip? Um, I think I've lived in Russia, Latvia. I moved to Tulsa. Now I'm in Atlanta. So I jump around. Philip <laughs> is one of the most interesting individuals I've ever met. But more importantly, I've never met anyone with faith as secure. When I have struggles... I just want you to know, I have people that I go to, and Philip is one of those people. And if you've listened to me quite a bit, I do a lot of teaching on the book of Proverbs, and I've always done more of a, just a more practical line items of these are some things that I do in my business that have led to the success that we've had, because we've had remarkable success. But today, I'm going to this is going to be a little bit different because I want to be very vulnerable and be open with you about something that happens in every business. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter um, how successful you are. There are going to be moments of struggle and how you handle that struggle really matters. And so I want to share with you very quickly just what I've been going through over the last year. And then I want you to, I want to open this up to the person that I go to when I can't see sometimes what God is doing and it just requires faith. And so today I want to be an encouragement to you and to those that might be going through some struggle and you're just wondering, God, what are you doing? So right now, for the last year, we have had sickness go through our company in a way that I've never seen it happen. So we've been doing business now for 15 years and I've never seen anything like this. Right now, out of a company with uh, 13 people, in the office right now, I have five people who can actually physically come to the office, and I've never ever had that before. And none of this even makes sense. I have one employee who has had congestive heart failure, 
out of the blue. I've had one, I have one employee in the hospital right now, literally last week, we thought she might die. I have one employee who has the stomach bug and she is out. I have one employee who her mother unexpectedly died last week. I have one employee who has to be out because her grandson has a mental illness and she doesn't know what to do about it. The family doesn't know what to do about it. It's just been a remarkable cer- you know, series of circumstances that I can't even explain. But I can tell you this, it's been very difficult. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I've asked myself many times, God, where are you in this? What is it you're doing? And then I hate to say this, but I've even thought, God, are you even with me? Like, what's happening, God? I've had moments where I was angry at God. I didn't have a right to be, but I I just wondered, why is all of this happening? Maybe you can sense, maybe you have had this happen before, where you just, you've had so much struggle and you didn't know what to do. Well, God's with me the entire time. And, and believing that and having faith in that while it's happening is a part of spiritual maturity. And in my when I ask the Lord during the middle of this, God, what is it you're wanting me to trust you with? I believe that He's it, what He spoke to me very clearly is, I want you to know that I'm right here with you and everything's okay. This day's been crazy, but everything's happened on schedule. Well, one of the people that I always go to whenever things are going wacky and when things are uncertain, I always want to hear Philip and his perspective on it because he is a man of great faith. And so, Philip, we have people in the Congo, and I promise you, they're They've had struggles that are even more than what I've experienced. Although this feels very heavy on me right now, there are people that are listening. They're experiencing struggle that I could never even imagine. How do you deal with this and how do you think when struggle is happening and you're just wondering what is going on? Well, first of all, I'm so honored to be here right now. and be doing this with you because you're my friend but to be speaking to all of these people and the truth is you got to fight on your knees you got to spend time in the presence of God and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that more deeply but I think it's interesting that you're talking about Proverbs and we're gonna be talking about Psalm 18 which the first nine Proverbs are actually written by David because David is there on his deathbed and he's talking to his son Solomon and he says these are the things that you must remember to be a success so you've been talking about Proverbs from the author who wrote Proverbs right Solomon but we're actually kind of be talking about David who wrote the first nine so it's really a continuation of everything that you're talking about but I wanna get directly into Psalm 18. So just really quickly, for those that are listening, they they really don't know who David is. Um, They they know who Solomon is. Okay. uh, You know, Proverbs, the best business book ever. 
you know, and, and we still are dealing with business people because the title of this is um, how, um, you know, spiritual warfare for businesses. Because Absolutely. But explain very quickly who, who David is and how he got there. David is Solomon's father. And so everything that Solomon learned, he learned it from his father. And his father was the one who actually got all of the finances together and created the infrastructure for Solomon to rule and reign. I mean, everything was prepared for Solomon when he started to rule and he started to reign because his father, David, spent time in the presence of God, knew what fighting battles was, knew how God looked at those battles, and he knew that he was going to get the victory. And battles are an opportunity for God to do miracles. Every person that is sick in the office right now, that's an opportunity for God to do a miracle. That's an opportunity to say, the impossible is possible. It's an opportunity to say, well, it doesn't work in the world. But the truth is that the Bible says that we live in the world, but we're not of the world. And the rules that apply to the world, because we're in God's presence and we're spending time with him, does not apply to us. So all of the tragedies that are happening in the world right now, they're even saying that there's going to be, you know, a food shortage all over the world. Well, the Bible is very clear that he hears us. He knows us. And God is not somebody up there with a huge, a huge hammer that's going to smack you on the head if you mess something up, which is the way generally we look at the situation. We're like, oh, I can't sin because whack, <laughs> things are going to get pretty bad pretty quickly. But it's just the opposite. He is a heavenly father. And the reason I love Psalm 18 is it's a picture of what does a father look like when bad stuff is happening to his kids. And I'm a father. I got two princesses. And so if something happens with them or, you know, something happens at school, I'm not going to be like, oh, deal with it. You'll be okay. No. When they come home, they tell me what's going on. I put them on my lap. I tell them they're beautiful. I tell them they're going to make it. And I listen to their problems. I listen to their sobs. And that's really what I want to start with is Psalm 18, verse 6. It says, in my distress, which a lot of people are going through distress, I cried out to you, the delivering God, from your temple throne. You heard my troubled cry. And my sobs, I love this part, went right into your heart. So it's not like it goes through his ear. It's like, uh, deal with it. No, it goes right into his heart. And if you're going through distress right now, if you're going through pain right now, that hurts the heart of God. And as a father, he's going to put you on his knees. He's going to hug you. He's going to spend time with you, speaking to you, giving you wisdom, and telling you it's going to be all right. 
I'm fighting for you. But it's not just a loving God because he's a ferocious God. You know, we have all these songs. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. Well, it's great. He is a good father. He is a loving father, but he's also ferocious. When bad things happen with us, this is a picture of what he looks like. Verse seven, it says, the earth itself shivered and shook. It reeled and rocked before him. As the mountains trembled, they melted away. So it's almost like this marvel picture of everything being destroyed because of his anger. For his anger was kindled, was stirred up on my behalf for me because stuff is going on with me. Fierce flames leapt from his mouth, erupting with blazing burning coals as smoke and fire encircled him. So this is a guy you don't want to mess with. This does not look like someone you want to mess with. He stretched heaven's curtain open and came to my defense. So whether you're a mother who has lost a child right now, or you're someone who has just started a business and you have this dream in your heart and things things aren't going the way they're supposed to go. He is going to pull everything, shake everything to come to your defense. Swiftly, he rode to earth as the stormy sky was lowered. He rode a chariot of thunder clouds amidst thick darkness. His steed was a cherub soaring on outstretched wings of spirit wind. Now, I love this spirit wind part because, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard when all of these things happen to you. But if you quiet your mind, you're going to feel the wind of the Holy Spirit. You're going to feel the wind of God move you and direct you. And sometimes you got to be quiet you got to be quiet. Well, I'm so glad that you brought up the way God reacts really when his children are going through struggle. There, we talked about this being a spiritual warfare for businesses. I want, to sh- I want you to know that I believe the the most successful lie that Satan has ever taught us is to see God differently than the way he really is. And let me tell you a common thought that I think is one of Satan's biggest and most successful lies all over the world. And it's this. If things are going well for me, well, then God is blessing me. And if things are going poor for me, well, then God must be cursing me. And that is not the truth. And I want you to know that sometimes that's the way I felt over this last year when all of these things happened. But, but Philip, this is not true. It's absolutely not true. And this is God telling us right there in that verse. This is not true. You know, I believe that when the enemy attacks you, 
It means that you're a threat. It means that he's testing you. He's testing your faith. I've gone through things, things in my ministry, things I've lost everything and I've gained them a couple of times. And I've gone through things with my daughter, my daughter almost dying. And I remember one day, um, she was going through another allergic reaction and she was put in the hospital and they were telling me she's not going to make it. And I just sat in my room and I said, God, what is going on? What in the world is going on right now? And one of the things that he said to me is, Philip, I love you. And all of this stuff, all of this stuff is not because of some door you opened or it's because that you are a threat to the devil and he wants to stop you. He wants to stop your family. And there was something the Lord told me. He said, Philip, your family physically can't do anything to the devil. He's not afraid of your family, but what he is afraid of is the anointing of God that is on the inside of you. My anointing that is in you. And I want to tell you that Psalm 18, 19, I want to read this because it's just, it's just so powerful. His love, which is being in his presence, broke open the way. So there's something that may be stopping you, but it's the presence of God that breaks open the way. And so if you're going through a difficult time today, lift up your hands and say, God, I trust you. God, I love you. God, I know that you're loving, but you're a ferocious father and you are upset with what the enemy is trying to do with me right now. And when you spend time in his presence, his love breaks open the way. And I wanna to speak to the people right now because it doesn't stop there. It says that he brought me into a beautiful, broad place. God is bringing everyone who is listening to this right now into a beautiful, broad place. It's a beautiful place full of peace, full of restoration, a beautiful place for your family. It's a broad place, which means financially you're not going to be tight. It's broad. You have open doors and you can bless this person. You can be faithful in your tithe and you can put God first. And when you put God first, Matthew 6, 33, you put God first, his righteousness. You do your best to do everything that he has told you to do. Everything else, which means really that all the other stuff, like all this other stuff, they're in comparison to your relationship with God doesn't matter. When you put God first, everything else, all this other stuff, this secondary stuff that's important, but it's secondary in comparison to spending time with him. And so if you're going through an issue, what do you do? You fall on your knees, you spend time with him, and you understand that the heavenly father, he is fighting for you. He is a mighty warrior. And I want to give you one more scripture before we close. But it's Psalm 18, 32. And it says that he has 
wrapped us in power and he has made our way perfect. And so I want to pray for you right now. Father, I thank you for everyone listening. I thank you that we have been wrapped in power because the Father has empowered us. Every single business has been wrapped in power. And you, Lord, you have made the way perfect. There's no flaws in it. Everything has been perfectly planned out. There's a divine destiny and you are revealing that destiny to everyone who is listening right now. You're revealing it to Corey, to everyone in this office right now. Father, you have wrapped us in power. I can feel God's presence right now. You have wrapped us in power and you have made the way perfect. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Philip. Such a powerful word that I needed to hear myself today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that this blessed you today. I hope that you have a great day. And let's all go out and trust God today. Amen. I pray that that blessed you. It strengthened you. Just remember that wherever you go and whatever you do, you can shift the atmosphere. If this has blessed you and you want to become a partner with our ministry, first thing that you can do is you can subscribe and tell somebody about this podcast. I believe it's going to bless somebody. It's going to shift the atmosphere in somebody else's life. Wherever we go and the lives that are changed and the souls that are saved because of this ministry, you can be a part of that. Become a monthly partner. Go to philiprenner.com. Also, get all the books and follow all the news on Instagram and Facebook.